terrorize the world. So I know we're not going to remember names or anything like that. And oh, we no. don't we don't necessarily remember the American horror movies that we watch. You know, this one, we're obviously not going to remember the names. But my question to you is, um, what were your favorite characters? What were your most liked and what were your most disliked in this movie? I, um, the blue shirt guy. The one who always saved the day. He was clearly the moral high ground of the entire film. I really liked him. Everybody would really like him. He was made to be the character who is better than the protagonist, as far as more morals go. Of course, the, the, the most hated character is so easy. It, it's definitely the COO of whatever company. They made him an agent of chaos. He would literally take people and throw them into the horde. So he could get away. He himself is a fucking cliche. He, he yeah, I can I can see that. But I really like the idea that he was un he was just relentless. He was a coward. He was oh yeah, one hundred percent like uh, do anything at any means to survive. No morals whatsoever. And and there's no gray area. He is entirely fully corrupt. He is an he is a trope living and breathing. Um, his horrible survival strategy worked really well. <laughs> That's like, it turns out you can outrun a horde if you throw them bait, no matter what it is. And he kept doing that, and it kept working for him. And it's just so funny to me that so many good people died early, um, and he got so far. And I like that the movie took that risk. I don't necessarily like uh, the the gra- the grannies. Oh um, yeah especially the last one that caused all that fucking death. For... What, did, what did you think about her self-sacrifice? <laughs> Sacrifice to what fucking cause? That's what I'm wondering. Um, I think it was mostly due to like uh, a psychological shock. You know, you just lost a loved one and you're going through a lot right now. And you're a very old lady, so you don't really have much to live for. And that was probably your only family, uh, living family member left. So I think that that whole entire scene was just there just to cause more death and chaos. And and, and it was odd because she, she looked at her sister, now zombified, through the window. And she said something like, how, how could you do it? How could you always help everybody? And then she acted like a hero for sacrificing herself in that whole cabin. My problem with that is that the movie took the liberty of as thinking that we now thought every single person in that cabin who wouldn't let the the good guys, you know, in quotes, in, were all evil, as evil as a COO, when in reality he was just barking at them until they fell into submission. And I mean, sure, that makes him somewhat responsible, but it, it doesn't seem like I didn't follow the leap that she was saving the protagonist group by letting the zombies in. It just felt like she was killing a bunch of people she knew nothing about and the one guy who was clearly rotten. And none of it was like a big moment of redemption or vindication or anything. It just felt, how is that good? What twisted mind do you have to be in to release zombies on people you do not know? You know, it's just, I don't know. It, it didn't sell that they were all bitter enough I don't to think, make that... Uh, I, 
I don't necessarily think that it was for redemption or anything like that. I think it was just, it was more of, okay, I'm going to just kill myself and just be selfless and selfish self <laughs> to kill yourself at the cost of like 13 people <laughs> yeah so that that like if it was that if it was supposed to be an incredibly disturbing moment of this woman who is so out of it that she thought that killing herself was more important than 13 lives behind her that literally turned her into an evil character yeah like she has a higher body count than the COO. Yeah, that's just that it just it didn't sell it one way or the other, in a way that made it make sense to me. It was either she it was supposed to be a redemptive moment, and the movie didn't make it redemptive, or she was in such a delirium and state of loss that she opened up the door and killed plenty of people due to her own ignorance. Either way, she doesn't come out looking good, you know. I'll go with the latter on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> because one makes more sense than the other, you know. Yeah. Um, I can kind of understand, you know, like a psychological problem, psychological trauma causes you to do stupid shit. So, sure. Uh, even at the cost of so many lives. Uh, I didn't really like the uh, the baseball, uh, the baseball guy and the, the, the relationship thing, uh, especially the demise, the way he dies, the way she dies thought that was just so you know cliche in a way it was a romeo and juliet moment um sure i just okay you're dead because of your own stupidity um stupidity is in he was holding her as she was turning mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like he thought his life was over um like he had nothing to live for which is which is you know an indicator of how deeply infatuated he was with this girl he didn't know that he literally thought death was a better route than trying to get away that was confusing to me like they didn't sell it like they were each other's lives yet because just before this started he was still playing coy and saying he didn't want to talk to her you know like it didn't really follow that there was that much of a i can see that then i understand what you're going um let's see did you have any problems with this movie? Like any slight critiques that you wanted to make? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of harping on that character arc thing I was talking about earlier. I, I liked it a lot. I, I liked the idea that these characters were going in um, uh, the main character, especially who, who is a successful man who is an absent father. And it was kind of about him trying to reconcile those two worlds and make up for lost time. And, that was very, that was good. It was exactly what I thought it would be, his arc. It, my only thing is it felt way too much like, um, it was really in your face. Uh, it, a lot of movies now, they, they deal in subtlety, minor interactions. That, that they, It's kind of that show-don't-tell mentality of, can we figure out through his actions that he is selfish and that his daughter is selfless? Or do they have to continually stare at each other you know, divided on the screen where one person says, I want this. And then he says, I want this. It's like, if you have to demand, if you have to write in a demand to show somebody's personality, I just, I don't feel like it's the strongest writing. The other, the other thing was, I feel like the movie overstayed its welcome. It it kind of, it was a long movie, an hour, 57 minute runtime. 
the entire movie was engaging and interesting. The only thing is in the last 45 minutes, which is probably the most exciting part of the whole film, it took so many turns and it was extended. The plot was extended so many times by last second problems that it lost me on mounting tension and it became, it became comical. Like, oh, look, the train's going to get there, and then something goes wrong. Oh, well, now they're on foot, and then something goes wrong. Oh, but that's there, and then something goes wrong. And it stopped being a tension-building plot device, and it started being like, I wonder how many more times they can do that in the next five minutes. And they kept doing it, and then they kept doing it, and then they kept doing it, and I kind of checked out for a bit. It took me out of the movie a lot. Um, that's Beyond that, everything else was handled incredibly well cinematography was brilliant the zombies were great i think the acting was phenomenal the characters were very interesting even though there I, I take issue with the dialogue they did an incredible job i really loved it um let's see some of the characters that i liked my favorite would have to be the blue shirted guy yeah. i like i love him like yeah, he's, he's so great. He's so fucking awesome. I loved his fight scenes. He was always, you know, in the face of danger, saving people. He was, uh, you know, just punching the shit out of these zombies, <laughs> like lifting them up and throwing yeah. them. He was like anime, just complete, just fucking full on cartoon hero. Right. Um, it's probably like one of the scenes that made me cry is when he dies when he sacrifices himself to save everybody else and um i just i didn't want him to go but he has to die because he's just that good of a character which is very understandable um and just he went out, he went out like a badass he went out like a full on warrior um, and it was interesting. He was prepared to do that in at least five other scenes. That's what I liked. He kept putting himself in situations where he could have died helping everybody else. It just caught up to him by that scene. So I thought that was cool. He didn't have a character arc that made him sacrifice himself. You know, he was effectively doing it every time he ran out into the horde to save people. But it caught up to him that one time. So I, I thought that was interesting. He, there was nothing to change about him. He was always himself. And he clearly brought out the good in the protagonist who began, you know, helping people more and more throughout the film. I definitely liked the protagonist. I, I just, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his character arc, regardless of how forced in your face it is. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, uh, so what were uh, like your favorite sequences in this movie? What were your like most uh, enjoyed scenes? Normally, even even if the movie gets significantly better near the end, I always tend to favor the scenes at the very beginning of films because I, I like that feeling of you're still learning what the world is like. And the first few times that we saw the zombies. It was so surprising to me. I, try, I don't watch trailers or anything like that. I really try to go in fresh. The the intensity and the contortions that these things went through, I it was very it was shocking and interesting and terrifying, and the film never matched that surprise and horror as it did when it first introduced them because it was so shocking and off putting. 
So I think that my favorite scenes have to be the introductions of the zombies because I think it was pulled off so well. And then after that, I did like the sequence you were talking about where they had to get past the hordes and the trains by crawling on the baggage and all of that. Yeah. That was pretty tense. That was probably that was good. Probably one of my favorite scenes in the in the film. And I I like little things. Like I, I liked the idea that they they all and I wish there's more of this. They were all trying to learn what the zombies were like. And the protagonist says, Oh well, um they only got mad when they saw us, so the lady throws water on the window and starts sticking newspaper to it. I like that they were adapting these little survivor strategies like that. Because when they put the newspaper on the window, they immediately stopped screaming. These things have cockroach brains. They have like two possibilities in their mind, which is either walk forward or walk backwards. Like nothing else really registers for them. And I like the idea that they were that simple. Then they took the fire extinguisher and matted out the windows with it. Little things like that I thought were really cool. And I wish we found out more about the zombies and got some... Not necessarily, not really lore on them, but more of those interesting things like using the phone ringtone to get them all to, to scramble to one side. Yeah, um, it's definitely a refreshing take on, you know, the zombie genre. And I would definitely love to see more zombie films like this. Uh the ending of this film what were your thoughts how did this make you feel um did it make you feel at all i didn't have like a huge emotional reaction to the movie because i was being so critical that's not too um it was very well done and when the when the protagonist i mean clearly this is a review filled with spoilers but when the protagonist did kill himself i thought it was really well done i didn't like the big symphonic score that like jutted in right as he was falling off the train that moved it into into kind of soap opera territory that took me out of it for a moment um it was kind of strange that it culminated in like a boss battle with the major antagonist <laughs> i kind of got that and i didn't I think got that from that scene. yeah yeah <laughs> and i i didn't think our protagonist had to stick his hand in the mouth oh of my the God. I, love- I i get that he was saving her from being bitten but i felt like he could have done a headlock that or could something. have been avoided like 100 percent, that could have been avoided you could have you know grabbed him done the thing that you did and thrown him off oh yeah and then that would have been the end of it i felt like they could have handled right. his infection a little bit better if not at all you know he could have lived but Sure, sure. And, you know, and here's an alternative. When he's washing his hands, washing all the blood off his hands, what if he found a spot that wouldn't wash off? He kept scrubbing and it was a bite mark. And he realizes in all of his selflessness, he'd been bitten and didn't even know it. And now his only job for the last 30 minutes of the movie is to make his daughter as safe as possible before he knowingly kills himself. That would have been kind of cool. Like that would have added, I guess they turned kind of quickly in the film, but like something like that, but I, I found that a little bit too unnecessary. And I he was supposed to be selfless and oh I will readily kill myself to save this lady and my daughter, but you're right, I, I felt like it wasn't a million different things could have happened and it could have been a little bit more believable. Yeah. But other than that, you know, little problems here and there. This movie is just oh it's so good. 
All right, that does it for this episode. Uh, I hope all of you enjoyed our episode on Train to Busan. If you really like what we're doing, you can find us on Facebook, on pretty much any podcast provider, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, we're trying to get us on Alexa, too. That's a new thing I started oh, really? up today. That's yeah. cool. So uh, I sent in an application, and now I have a little I have an Alexa. She's turning on every time I say her name. And I could just say, play podcast. There she is. <laughs> I could say, um, you know, play uh, podcast in the Black Lagoon, and then she'll play one of our episodes if we get accepted. So anybody with an Alexa could just say. That's... Because, you know, all, all five people who listen to us want to spontaneously play us as they're doing housework. So they could do that now. I, I do that sometimes. I listen to our, our, our... I do. I, I listen to us a lot. That's that's cool. Um, you know, you could also find us on YouTube. We we post yes. all the time on there. Every time we have a episode uh, posting. And Patreon. If you are a big fan, if you really appreciate what we're doing and you want to help out, um, you could go to um, Podcast from the Black Lagoon on Patreon. We'll pop right up. Um, we have not updated the page or really looked at it. I've forgotten it existed, but we are there. So we maybe we can wipe the dust off and give it a go, a second yeah. go. We thoroughly appreciate your support for this project, regardless of how you know small we are right now. I hope for this channel to grow into something much bigger. If you have any cheers to that yep cheers to that if you have anybody who's interested in horror movies who loves podcasts send them our way because we have a lot more to come